The Gold Coast's 92.5 Triple M Gold. With another Flan, Alley and Spider podcast. Whoever is listening to this podcast every day, you are elite yes. listeners. Yeah, it's in the elite category. Yes, you are. Yeah. You know what? I heard our um, Triple M rush hour yesterday, I think it was. Oh, Liesl Jones, Liesl, Liam, Liam and Dobbo. Dobbo. Yeah, they were having a good old chat about Ben's hair. Because a friend of, I think it was a friend of Liam's, has gone and got this, um, the toupees, right? You know, the old-fashioned toupee oh, where yeah. you just sit the toupe on your head. Yeah, put a bit of blue tack under it. Yeah. Velcro, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Velcro, well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Nowadays, and I know someone who's got one of these hair pieces. Yeah. What they do, it, they call them hair systems. And so they shave their hair, like in the part where it's gone, and then they glue it on. To oh, their yeah. head. Wow. Glue it. Glue the hair. like a, It's what, actually like a. Liquid you know, nails or. Well, basically, but it's oh, like, yeah. a, I guess, a, like a plastic underbit and then the hair's on top of that. Oh. They glue it on their head. Couldn't How they just. How annoying would that be? Yeah. Couldn't you just get a, like a piece of gaffer tape and wrap it around each other and then just use it like that? Yeah. 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 I mean, the <laughs> issues that, that for people to have to go to that length, yeah. I mean, you, you, they need help. No, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no, but they, they reckon. Look, and I will say about this guy that I know that's got one, apart from sometimes him getting the, the hair dye colour slightly wrong of his real hair. And the potent The hair that's smell hanging in there like the fryer tuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, it. you wouldn't know. If you didn't know him, you really wouldn't know. But, I mean. I didn't know my Auntie Judy had wore a wig for my whole life. Auntie, Auntie Judy. Judy? Yeah. Oh, did she really? Never know. Yeah. Yeah. Sasha's mum. And okay. she had the best hair ever. She still has. Haven't lost any. <laughs> have, it's you, unbelievable. have you hit her up saying There you go. <laughs> no, that, that wig. Oh, no, no. But, but it's I reckon we'd be surprised how many people do wear wigs. Yeah. I, I worked up in Cairns. Here we go. At a radio station. Yep. And there was a bloke on the other on the AM station, part of the same group. And he wore a wig, and it was common knowledge mm. that he wore a wig. A rug, full rug. Yeah, full rug. Mm. And the uh, the owners of the network, Mike Willisy owned the network oh. back then. He was coming up to Cairns to, to present to the stations. <laughs> and I said, oh, we're uh, on our best behaviour. The big wigs are in town. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. You didn't mean it. And that's he looked right. at me and he went, uh, that's yeah, not okay. No. Are they? Look, you know what, actually? I, well, as you know, I've spoken to you before about my grandfather, um, Edwin Harold Christopher's. He had magnificent rugs. He had the four that he rotated. They were different lengths, so it looked yeah. like his hair was growing. But I only found out just a week ago uh, when I was catching up with my brother, he actually has – one of Pop's wigs. Oh, what? Oh. He's got it in storage. Oh, no. my. oh, my God. He's this got to is get amazing. a mannequin out. He's got to put it on a mannequin in the lounge room. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Is that what they'd have? Like, you'd go into, would you go, people who do wear wigs, mm. you know how sometimes you go into the walk in robe and they've got mm. their shirts and then they've oh, got yeah. a shoe rack and then they've just got heads with their wigs on it? Well, yes, that Pop did. He definitely did up the top of his cupboard. And also there was that day when I was about eight years old, I walked in the bathroom and he was in the shower uh, behind the opaque glass. So all I could see was his pink head. Oh. And here's the wig front and centre on the bathroom vanity. Oh, boy. And so I took about ten minutes to wash my hands because I was hoping to see him bald. For once, we never saw him bald. Right. Ever. Mm. My entire life, never saw him bald. So you never see Molly with his hat off. Yeah, true. Similar. Uh, mm. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Anyway. 
Well, what, Look, what are you going to do? Shout out to well? all the wig wearers. Yeah. I, I've unfortunately I have the uh, male pattern baldness gene in my family. Yeah, yeah but it's uh, hanging in there. It is oh, hanging it's in wispy. there. Why it don't is you get? Why don't you get? Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Ooh. Here we go. I'm going to hang on for as long as possible. No. Obviously. But I'll just I'll take feedback, not from you guys. All right, <laughs> I'll take not? feedback. Well, because you, you're already bullying me about my no, hair. we That's don't. Fine. I'll take feedback from the one person whose feedback I listen to. Okay, the Labrador Tracy. Tracy. Oh, what, what you mean your Labrador Tracy. dog? What does Tracy think about your hair? Does she want you to? She doesn't care. She's in she love thinks with I'm you. Beautiful. You are. You're very handsome. <laughs> does I, she... I, I could argue that. You know what I reckon Tracy would say. And, and obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, I think she'd say, honey, does she call you honey? No. Pookie. What does she call you? Oh, Pookie. 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 Yeah, yeah. Pookie. I love you just the way you are, but if you want to get your hair plugs, I'm on board with that. Oh, I don't know if I'd. Well, not hair plugs. You know, what do they call it? Like the grow solution. I think whatever. personally. Oh, the, the hair re- implants. Implants. Yeah. yeah. If you, is that what she'd say? Was she? No. Oh, I, what would she say? Um, oh, she just said, oh, you need to get it cut. It's just. It looks worse when it's long because mm. other, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, yeah but would she say, would she, if you wanted know. to get it? No, I think the option is, yeah. I'll be totally honest, what I think Tracy feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. As well, I would it be complimentary? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think she, <laughs> inside, absolutely wants you to get it done. Yeah. But on the outside, she'll say, look, it's totally up to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In fact, we've got a text here from Tracy, and she said, if you guys wouldn't mind bringing this up on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why I've looked at my phone. Anyway, what is on today's podcast? Uh, Big, big show. Uh, Terry Goldsworthy is a criminologist. He works at Bond Uni. He was with the QPS. And uh, there's a crime crisis. A lot of people saying there's a crime crisis on the Gold Coast. Police are uh, under stress. They're leaving. Absolutely. What does the expert say? Mm Mm-hmm. We get Terry on. Uh, Tom Tate, another expert in the world of music. (laughs) He went to Pink last night. He may have thought it was Pink Floyd he was going to see, (laughs) but it's actually Pink, and he loves Pink. We get a review from the Pink show from Tom. Uh, Ali asks, a juicy one. Yeah, Yeah. a bit juicy today. Did a will cause a family rift? This is going on for some friends of mine. Yep. It's really sad, actually. We get that coming up, and uh, top five or top twenty Australian movies, and we were thinking, is this for real? Yeah. This is BS. Yeah, I think it is. Apart from the number one. All right, that coming up. We're into it. A very big podcast. Thank you for listening. The ninety two point five Triple M Gold Breakfast Show podcast. Flan Alley and Spider. As youth crime rates remain high across the state, Police Commissioner Katarina Carroll is quitting her post. Well, ankle bracelets and potential deportation in order to tackle the state's youth crime crisis. Well, it's just an endless barrage of youth crime reporting. It's, I don't know, it's something that affects so many of us. Police are resigning in their absolute droves. And joining us right now, we have Dr. Terry Goldsworthy, uh, who has a master's degree in criminology and a PhD in criminology from Bonn University. He's also a 30-year veteran in this country uh, in policing. He was a detective inspector. Good morning, Terry. Yeah, good morning. Now, I, I actually just got off the phone to a very dear friend of mine who uh, was also a detective. She has been – she left the force due to mental health reasons. And I tell you what, Dr. Terry, I, I honestly – she's someone who is so tough and I never, ever would have thought that um, she would be affected like this. But it's just a common theme, isn't it? There are so many police resigning. 
It is, and if you look at the uh, Working for Queensland survey that came out last year, it surveys the police internally and uh, statewide, you know, up to 50% of them indicated they're going to leave their positions in the next two years. So, you know, you add that onto the fact that less than 30% of them had faith in the senior executive, then you've got some serious internal issues within the QPS. Can we ask, um, because, you know, we see down in Melbourne, I'm in Melbourne a bit, but uh, over all the police cars, you know, there's all riding. We can't uh, turn out if we are burnt out. Family or the force, don't let us choose. And that is on every police car around Victoria. What do they need in Queensland so we can get the force that we need to stop what's going on? Well, first of all, you need uh, police on the beat on the, co- on the uh, coalface, and that's problematic at the moment because we've got hundreds of less police than we had a year ago. Um, and, you know, that's a failure of street, uh, a workplace planning because police have to retire at 60. It's not like other occupations where you can retire when you want. So the executive of the police service knew exactly how many people were going to be retiring and moving out of the service and should have planned for that. The other issue we have is uh, we've got a 20-year high in the crime rate in Queensland, so police are busier than ever. You add in that there's less police to go around, and it's just going to be a continual self-eating circle of overwork and burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to get more police on the road. You need to get a grip on the crime issue to start with and start uh, bringing crime back down. And you need some really effective leadership, both at the local level and statewide. Do you think personally that, uh, you know, 60 is too young? You know, a lot of people these days, 65, 70, they put the pension up. Why can't they utilise these police officers that have been in the force for 30, 40 years in different ways around to help the junior force? Well, I mean, they could, uh, Spider. I mean, the problem you've got, uh, if you leave the police service and you don't come back within uh, a certain period of time, you must come back in at the bottom rank. So, for instance, if I want to go back and join the police to contribute or something, I'd have to go back as a constable, which is simply uh, ludicrous. So, mm. you know, that's one issue they'd need to look at. Um, they have got the special constables or auxiliary constables there where they've got people who have left coming back and working, uh, you know, some shifts to take the pressure off the police. But, uh, look, it seems to be an ongoing problem. I mean, it's uh, it's got good attractive financial conditions around it. It's got good leave and good sick leave and whatever else. But people uh, just don't seem to be attracted to it. Terry, just having a chat to my former detective friend, I, I feel like uh, hearing some of the things she said, like stating things like, uh, you know, the hours and hours and hours they will put into, you know, say arresting someone for a break and enter uh, and then they get a slap on the wrist and, and, you know, things like the people that they're trying to protect, their lives have been affected forever. They now live in fear, whereas these criminals, you know, have got away with a simple slap on the wrist. Things like um, the officers going in on their on their one day off to give their own statements just so as their workload in their regular shift, uh, isn't affected. And one thing she said to me really stuck out. She said, you know, when these general duties uh, police officers go into these triple O emergencies, they're experiencing that person's, one person's worst day of their life every single day, multiple times a day. Do you think that the community need more understanding of what our police officers are going through? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the senior police should be much more transparent in terms of the workload the police are undergoing, uh, what are the stresses and strains on them. Um, You know, I saw last night on TV, uh, the senior officer down here was questioned, you know, did he think he had the support of the local officers? And his response to the media was, well, you should go and ask them. Well, that's Mm. the wrong answer. He should go and ask them and he should find out what their problems are. I mean, that's what any good leader would do. 
Now, I mean, you know, once you identify what the issue is, burning out the officers, what is causing them angst, you can then try to develop a plan to answer it. Um, you know, I think uh, most of the community realise that the police are, are doing the best they can, that there are other segments of the criminal justice system that perhaps need to be fine-tuned and changed. What, and, are, uh, what are some of those, Terry? Well, I think uh, we have, do have concerns about how the court system operates in terms of transparency of children court matters, especially bail hearings where people mm. get released continually. Mm. The Premier has committed to making that open now. We'll see if that happens. Uh, you know, we have consorting laws in Queensland that we use on the bikies and we're told are the greatest uh, tool that we've got to fight them. Uh, you know, why aren't we looking at expanding those to also include serious repeat youth offenders? Yes. so that we can okay. then use them against them. But I'm told that the government will not even consider that. So, you know, if you want to stop the crime crisis, you're going to have to do some uh, some hard yards and put in some things that may not be popular with certain sections of society. Yes. Uh, and yeah. you can always um, sun, you know, put a sunset clause in and go, OK, this is coming for two years. Once we get senior serious repeat offenders down to less than 200, we'll stop using it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Terry... We do really appreciate your time this morning. Terry Goldsworthy, criminal criminologist uh, at Bond Uni, and we know that police are under pressure, absolutely. Can we leave you? It's been really uh, important question so far, but one other important question I've got to ask you very quickly. Do you watch maths? Oh, Spider. Oh. Come on, mate. Maps, no. I yes! refuse to watch shows like that, Spider. <laughs> <laughs> I have enough reality TV in my own life. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Appreciate it. Thanks, That's Terry. It. And can we just give a massive shout-out to all the police force that Absolutely. do such a totally. wonderful job day in and day out. We're so lucky to have you. We appreciate you. Last night, Heritage Bank Stadium, it was enormous. Pink playing to – here's some audio. Pink. That's yeah from last night's big show. Well, they reckon she does such a good show. You know, yeah, it's a part concert, part musical, part circus. The amount of acrobats and that she's able to do is just—I've never seen her live. I'd absolutely yeah. love to. And every time she comes here, and then she's gone, you say, "Gee, I should have gone." Yeah, she is amazing. And to uh, you know, get someone to review the show, oh, you're thinking, "Who do we get?" The and big it's pretty, it's pretty obvious. There's only one person who loves pink. Gold Coast Mayor Tom Tate. <laughs> Tom! Awesome. Right, um, I, I, I tell you, I didn't realise how big a fan I was because I knew most of the songs. Isn't that and fantastic? That, 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 oh, I just, just going, oh, I'm singing along. Wow, this is uh, pretty cool. And, um, and, you know, I don't tune into her, her song all the time, but yes. it's, it's buried in there because you realise that she's... Um, been around for quite a long time and yet you still do all those acrobatic things and uh, it's it's great. The crowd, uh, mate, awesome. It's probably one of the best concerts I've been for a long time. Hey. So good, Tommy. Well, you know what? It's actually so wonderful to hear you say that because our very own Al Doby this morning in the kitchen was watching uh, one of his mates have a video of last night and he reckons he's, uh-huh. he, he can't stand seeing a grown man singing along to Pink. What say you? <laughs> uh, I, you know what? Um, if I'm him looking at me, I probably wouldn't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, she does put on a fantastic act, but the thing about Pink and also her husband, Kerry, they actually want to move to southeast Queensland. They want to live on the Gold Coast. They love the Gold Coast. Uh, well, mate, you know, who wouldn't? Once you get to know it, it's a bit like, 
you know, nobody really bothers her. She's in a motorbike. She's living right on the beach there. Uh, beautiful sunshine and beautiful people. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you haven't got a spare room maybe for a couple of weeks until they find somewhere. Mate, I, I, I would absolutely uh, find a room for her, no doubt about that. Okay. Yeah. It's called the guest quarters <laughs> yes. at Tom's house. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom, did you actually, yeah. did you and your lovely wife, Ruth, did you get to meet yeah. Pink at all? No, we didn't. Oh. Uh, I, I only met their uh, the, the concert manager and I said, you know, yeah. Wink, wink, nod, nod. He said no. Ah, <laughs> well, Tommy, we know that uh, you know, you've secured Pearl Jam. They're going to be out at uh, Heritage yes, Bank so Stadium good. later on in the year. Yep. You're Matchbox 20 here on Monday. Who's the next big act you want? Mate, you know what? I wouldn't mind getting the boss. Yeah. I reckon he's yeah. going to yes. so go up, you know. I know he's born in the USA, but we'll have him here. You know, yeah. no worries. Come on down to the Gold Coast. We'll look after you. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Tom, Great we love work, it. Tommy. Thank you so much. Good on you. Thanks for having me on. Question Ask Me. Ali asks Did a will cause a family rift? Or in the case of my friends, a lack thereof? Well, an updated will, anyway. So. Some very good friends of mine, there's three siblings, and right now they're going through a horrible time. Their mum's passed, and she had a partner who also has his kids. Oh, yuck. And they're just, the, the will wasn't adequately updated, and they're just going through this major dispute. I just feel sick for them because it's pulling them apart because they don't 100% agree on what's happened, so... Yeah, it's just awful. And you know what? I was How's it unfolded? Like simply It's ongoing. It's ongoing. But already two of the siblings aren't talking to one of the others. You know Is what I mean? Is it because it's mainly going towards her yes. other partner and his yes. children? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and it, sh- it shouldn't be split between his kids as well. Yes, it yeah. So- it's just it's really horrible and it just shouldn't be that way. You should be able to, I guess, grieve. And, and not have to worry about any of that sort of thing. And That's hard. You know, it actually surprised me a couple of weekends ago uh, when I hosted the Pink Stumps Day, Mudra Rang. One of the raffle prizes was a will kit from, um, well, not a kit. It was to get your will done by MCG Legal here at yeah. Southport. And I thought, mm. what a fantastic gift. And, and actually, there were so many raffle tickets entered in that particular one. And I thought, wow, there are really a lot of people that don't have their wills adequately would, up to date. A lot don't have them at all. It'd be totally different. It'd be so hard these days compared to even 20 years ago because of so many de facto relationships. Yes, absolutely. And and it's so involved. And I, I know you can get your will kits from the post office, but I really feel like so many people do need that proper advice. Feel properly. Yeah, know, absolutely. Just, and also to take the pressure off you as a family. You know what? Wills can break up families. They absolutely can break so up families. Brothers don't talk to each other. Sisters. It's, yes. It can do that. It's really awful. And I just thought, you know what? It's as hard as it might be to talk about. I wanted to put it out to you, Triple M Gold family. Maybe for some of your reflections, some of your advice. Yeah. Has a will caused a rift in your family? Because maybe it might just be that little thing that gets someone off their backside to go and update them. Do you reckon will. some people do it who are passing, who know they, they're going to pass, mm. do it to cause that rift? Ooh. Oh, that's a terrible parting gift. Yeah. But I, I tell know. you, they, they would do it. Mm. You know what? She's annoyed me or he's annoyed me for my whole life. Yeah. I'm going to leave him out. <laughs> yes, it would All for right. sure. 
Maddie in Helensvale. I've got two elderly grandparents uh, into, well into their 90s and I get a bit of a feel that, um, you know, uh, the three daughters are kind of um, scrambling a little bit and waiting, sort of trying to hurry things up a little, oh, if you will. No. Uh, that's awful. Your adult children should be uh, self-sufficient, um, but when money comes into the, the equation, People try, show their true colours, unfortunately. Yeah, it exactly. does. It's probably the ba- greatest gift you can give to your kids, isn't it? Exactly. Um, Nothing. Is ha- no, is having it sorted so they don't have to fight oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. Liz in Mount Morning. Tambourine. My parents both had wills, but they passed away nine days within each other mm-hmm. and um, it caused a massive rift and... I haven't spoken to my brothers and sisters for coming up five years now. Oh, darling. How disappointing is that? that. Oh, you'll start me. It is really disappointing. It was just, I was the executor. I did everything what my parents wanted. Mm. But, you know, greed just gets a hold of people. It does. And they just wanted everything done differently. And because I stuck to it and, you know, two brothers, two sisters, and they just ganged up on me and they just, I've, not been included in their families and we were close very close and i have been not included in their families now like i said coming up five years oh Oh, i feel so upset for you Dale. would you if you had your time again would you have suggested to your parents maybe to organize a solicitor or someone else to be the executor of the will yeah most definitely yeah Yeah. oh i'm so we're so sorry to hear that and thank you for sharing that. Now let's go to, I believe we've got a legal professional joining us. Daniel. How are we doing? Really good, thank you. Have I got this right? Are you from Paddington's Legal Group at Bundle? Absolutely. Okay. And what advice have you got for our Triple M Gold family? Very simple. Mm-hmm. Go and see a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There are, guys, there are lots of law firms on the Gold Coast that are willing to do 15-minute free consultations, yep. half-an-hour consultations. Just go. Just find out what you can do and can't do in a will. Yep. And that's why they're professionals. We yeah. spend a lot of time perfecting our craft and, um, you know, yeah. to the benefit of some people that it can avoid, if you get the foundations right, it can avoid tens of thousands of legal fees, going to court, making those family provision applications, which are absolutely horrible. Because yeah. it, it's not the financial toll. It's the emotional toll that really gets a lot of families and a lot of people. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. That is fantastic advice. And I will say as well, yes, our, our good friends at MCG Legal, they also, um, they offered yep. for me, because I, I know I was talking to them one day and I just thought, I actually feel like we need to update ours. Now that obviously my ex-husband and I are separated yeah, yep. and we've got so much to work through, it's too hard. You know what I've just worked out? Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, yeah thank thanks, you, Daniel, Daniel yeah. so much. It's just those two words, isn't it, that always hurt. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. What do you mean? I don't get that. Oh, I'm getting married in the first place. <laughs> oh, 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 now I understand. Yes. You don't have Bang. to be married, Spider, for these dramas. You should know better than anyone. Oh, boy. Now, the top 20 greatest Aussie films of all time have been announced. Oh. Okay, now I'm not sure whether you're going to agree with all of them because. 
there are there are a couple in there that I haven't heard of that just make no sense to me. Okay. Okay. So well, have a guess. Well, can we chuck the all new rod in? Who's chuck, on after chuck the morning? Morning, Clan Ellie yeah, Spider. Okay. Chuck whoever you want. Right. Good morning, all new rod. All right, we'll chuck you in first, Rod. Yep. What, what do you reckon it is? What do you reckon uh, is number one? Big one. Uh, I can I'll just put like a, a vote in. Like Gallipoli for me was one of those great oh, movies. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Well, Gallipoli. Is not on the list. It's not. No. Okay. Great movie. I know. No. Well, I love Gallipoli too, and I'm surprised that it's not on there. Okay. So can I put an obvious one in? Muriel's wedding. Is that in there? Muriel's wedding number seven. Okay. Number seven. I'm going to go. I think Uncle Chop Chop. Yeah, Chop Chop. Oh, this one. Cash. No, Robo. No cash. No cash. No cash. No cash. One of the greats. Chop Chop number three. Oh, yeah. Well, you're on the podium, yes, spider Absolutely. Dog. All right. Uh, Al Dobie, what are you going with? Well, yeah, I know what you think. You no, I'm, I'm a big fan of this franchise. Mm-hmm. Two days ago, I saw a vehicle that had hauled that tanker. Do you want to get out of here? Talk, to, talk me. to me. Uh, the Mad Max franchise. Mad Max. Oh, yes. Well, come it's on. come in, and I cannot believe this. Number 20. No. Wow. Yes, Fury Road, Wrong. number 20, 2015. Fury Road, not the original. Yeah, no, it's not in the list, which is okay. just What's your sounds saying? absolutely well, get off, crazy. Oh, get off, Pierce Jack. off, Jack. Oh, on. oh whoa, 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 I wasn't expecting <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But, yeah. Okay, Crocodile Dundee, number one. Number one. Okay. Yeah, uh, Nick, give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife. That's <laughs> <Isn't> not a knife. <laughs> That's a knife. Classic. Number two. Hang on. on. Before we get another. What about this one? Me and my mates versus the uh, zombie apocalypse. Do you think we're going to (laughs) die? Jim Jeffries. No? Maybe. Didn't make it. What's that one? What's it called? (laughs) Me and my mates versus the zombie apocalypse. It's a big favourite at the Dobie household. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to watch that if you're in a. No. We're talking about. What about Wolf Creek? Not in there. Not in this list. Okay, it's got to be the castle, right? Yeah, the castle, definitely. Number two? Number 13. 13? Yes. Steve, could you move the Chimera? Need to get the keys to get the Holden Hilux out. So I can get to the Commodore. Oh, that's what keys are clutching. I'm going to move that Chimera. Yeah, watch the boat, mate. Yeah, (laughs) it may have been doctored that way. Yep, so this is, it's going with uh, box office money. Okay. Top five, number one, Crocodile Dundee. Yep. Yep. Number two, Elvis. Okay. So it's going by box office. Yeah, but that's modern day too. Mm, Number three, Chop Chop. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It'd be interesting to see what just, you know, pop culture the number two. Yeah, number three, Chop Chop. Number four, Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Number five, The Dry. The dry Eric Ooh, Banner. Yes. Good movie. So have you yeah. got to number one? Have you done, done? Yeah, number one, Croc Dundee. Oh, Croc Dundee, yeah. Yeah, so number six, The Stranger. I've never seen that. Mm. Nah. Then you've got Muriel's Wedding, after that, The Sapphires. This is the worst poll I've ever seen. I know. Right? Rabbit-proof uh... fence, strictly ball, ballroom. Now, I've never heard of this next one, The Babadook. Oh, haven't you seen The Babadook? You don't even know what Hang <laughs> on. You're a What's... Babadook. That's a... <laughs> You've never heard of the That's Babadook. a live story Hang of on. me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any idea what it's about? <laughs> the Babadook. Mm. God. Baba. <laughs> and Dook. <laughs>